Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, you guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the High Vibe Teaching Podcast. I hope everyone's doing fantastic. I must admit, I'm doing really, really well. You know, I think in California, we're going to start opening up schools again, and I cannot be, I could not be more excited to get back into the classroom, even if it's hybrid, don't really care, just get me back in the room. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about six things slash habits, slash hacks that are going to help you in your everyday life. And they can take as little as, I don't know, maybe five minutes each, three minutes each. These ideas are based off of the book, The Miracle Morning. And I would like to say that I am seriously considering making a book club where you guys, my listeners, and my YouTube people, and my Instagram people, I'm sure you all are the same people, but everyone who follows me wherever you are can join my book club and it would be a Patreon style book club where we focus on one book a month. You guys will get extra recordings. I would read the book to you and I would set up some kind of group. Again, this is the beginning stages. I just want to gauge what you guys would think and like you know, let me know. Um, I changed all of my handles on all of my social media, big step to high vibe teaching because a, my podcast, I love so much. B, I love the name of it. And C, I just feel like everything just went so smoothly, smoothly with changing all the names to one thing, high vibe teaching. It just made sense. So now my Instagram is High Vibe Teaching, YouTube High Vibe Teaching, and of course, the High Vibe Teaching Podcast. So if you're new, go ahead and subscribe to all of those things and join me over there. And without further ado, let's get cracking into this week's episode. The book Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod has been one of the best books I have ever read. I had my fiance read it. He totally agrees. And tomorrow I will be starting again my 5 a.m. Miracle Morning Challenge. I did it in January. And honestly, I only did it for two weeks because it's, again, I'm just going to say an excuse. It is an excuse, but my fiance works nights sometimes and I have the worst time sleeping when he's not with me because I am scared. (laughs) So yeah, my sleep gets ruined if he's not with me, but if he's with me, I sleep fantastic. So I was kind of living my life altered to that schedule, but now he's going to be home next week at a normal morning shift hours. So I'm going to be doing this again. And I will say when I started doing it, my life transformed automatically. And honestly, it's just the fact of waking up earlier than I need to. That seriously changed my life. I got so much done. I got so much work done in the mornings. It was magical. I wasn't tired and exhausted to teach. And after school was over, I got to do exactly what I wanted to do with the rest of my day. I kind of got the harder stuff done in the morning, even though I don't consider like my podcast and YouTube and TPT to be hard. I sincerely enjoy creating on this platform so much, but 
I have so much laser focus in the morning and I had to kind of play around with my schedule to find that. Um, so I encourage you guys play around with your scheduling. When are you most productive? Are there goals you're trying to reach? When are you the most productive in your day? Me, honestly, I used to be a night person, but seeing how nice it is to be an early riser changed my life, changed my life. Highly recommend the book. Let me know if you want to do a book club. Once I get to a certain number of people who would be interested, I'm going to open it. It's going to happen. So let's start this podcast with one of the best quotes from the book. It says, every time you choose to do the easy thing instead of the right thing, you are shaping your identity, becoming the type of person who does what's easy instead of doing what's right. Each of your choices, actions, and thoughts are determining who you are becoming. Every, this, the quote's over, but every action we take is a choice for the direction we want to become or the person we want to become. Once I heard that and understood that, changed my life. He talks about in the book how, why are you waking up and not wanting to get out of bed? Digging deep on that why, I knew exactly what it was. Honestly, I didn't want to get up out of bed because I did not like my job teaching. It was terrible. I have felt like this ever since I started teaching. It really sucks being like that you know, waking up and just not wanting to go to work. It's terrible. It's depression. It's sadness. It's just being miserable. And I had to really dig deep and figure out why I was feeling that way. And even going into distance teaching, it became so much worse. Me not wanting to get out of bed became so much worse. I read this book. This was my very first book of 2021. And I'm so glad I read it first because it just helped me so much figure out Why do I wake up every morning? Why do you wake up every morning? You should be waking up eager to get out of bed, eager to start your day. You should be getting up and wanting to experience life because life is seriously so short and every day is truly such a gift. And you know what? This book really made me realize it. And he goes on to explain that we people, us, should be practicing self-development in the mornings. And he calls it the savers for his miracle morning routine, S-A-V-E-R-S. And each letter stands for a certain thing to do in the morning. And those are the six hacks I'm going to talk about this morning. And the thing is, you don't have to do all of these things in the morning. I do not. I like to exercise in the afternoon. I like to exercise right when I get off work. That's just me personally. So I do not exercise in the morning, but everything else I do. And oh my gosh, man, I can't even tell you how much of a life changer it's been. I am so happy with my life right now. And it's a combination of so many things. And it's a combination of pretty much everything I talk about on this podcast. So let's get into what savers means for your miracle morning, or you can do this during the day. All right. I just have to throw out one more quote because I opened it and I'm like, it's true. I can't, I can't. Okay. Just listen to the quote. One of the saddest things in life is to get to the end and look back and regret knowing that you could have been done and had so much more. 
While this is the self-imposed fate of the masses, it absolutely does not have to be yours. Today, you can draw your line in the sand. You can decide that mediocrity is no longer acceptable for you. You can claim your greatness. You can choose to become the person you need to be to create the extraordinary life that you truly want. Your life can be filled with an abundance of energy, love, health, happiness, success, financial prosperity, and everything else that you've ever imagined having, doing, or being. Bam, baby. Absolutely freaking love it. Man, you guys, I'm telling you, this book is so good. So freaking good and will change your life. All right. The first hack is silence. The author recommends us starting our mornings slash day with silence. And what is silence? Silence to me is meditation. Meditation is just sitting in silence. Maybe you want to do a guided meditation, but meditation for me is sitting, listening, being. My mind is off in a way. When I meditate, I sit in silence and I kind of, I don't kind of, I observe the thoughts that run through my head. I do not connect emotion to my thoughts. I just say, huh, I don't know. I observe my thoughts. That's what meditation is. And I will tell you right now, it takes practice. The first time I tried to meditate, I mean, I think everyone says this if you ask them, people who meditate every day. When I first started to meditate, I thought I was doing something wrong. I was like, nope, this is not for me. I can't do it. Doesn't work. I don't get it. But the more you do it, the more you understand what the heck meditation is. And then the magical thing happens after you do it for a while, you know, consecutively. It's like a practice. You have to practice this skill. You cannot even assume that you're going to master this in the first week. You're not. It's going to take time. I've been doing it probably for maybe 10 months, almost a year. I started when COVID started, when we were in lockdown. So almost a year I've done it and I do it every day. And I can, oh my gosh, you guys, it gets to a point where you practice it every day that you live in a meditative state. And that is the state where you are truly alive. When your mind stops running rampant, that is when you start living. When you take away your mind, ego's power, that is when you start to live your life to the fullest. If anyone were to ask me, hey, Brie, what is the number one thing that changed your life? I would say meditation. I encourage you guys to try it. I think like in my book club too. I don't know, you guys. I just like have all these random ideas, but wouldn't it be really cool if in the book club we could do like a meditation challenge? Like every day we hold each other accountable for at least attempting to meditate till we get better and better at it. Just an idea. Let me know what you guys think. You can start by meditating just for two minutes. You sit and you should observe your thoughts. Now, if you need help, I recommend starting with a guided meditation, or I would actually almost recommend reading about meditation. One of the best books I read to this day is The Power of Now. And that book really helps with meditation, like the starting phases of meditation. The power of now explains how your ego slash your mind, it's the same thing, rules your mind. 
And if you don't identify your mind as being your mind and you as being not your mind, then you're going to suffer anxiety and depression. The first thing is to meditate slash silence. The next thing is affirmations. And oh my goodness, affirmations. I love affirmations. I never understood affirmations, but affirmations are repeated sayings that you say to yourself. And once you say it more, you're going to believe it. Um, I like to listen to affirmations on YouTube. Actually, I wake up Uh, There's so many meditation or affirmations on YouTube. Just type in confidence affirmation, success affirmation, uh, money making affirmation. Uh, There's so many affirmations for everything. And um, affirmations are one of the most effective tools for quickly becoming the person you need to be to achieve everything you want in your life. And that's because when you practice your affirmations every single day and you put your feeling into it and you say, I am powerful. I am successful. I am intelligent. When you believe what you say through your emotions, you change your reality because you change your paradigm slash subconscious mind. Henry Ford said this, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're correct either way. You can use affirmations to start programming yourself to be confident, successful in everything you do simply by repeating and telling yourself who you want to be what you want to accomplish, and how you're going to accomplish it. Constant repetition of an affirmation will lead to acceptance by the mind and result in changes in your thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. Again, you're reprogramming that paradigm that we have been conditioned to believe. It's like, let's take it to a classroom example, okay? I mean, I'm sure we all have kids. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. Come on, that's just like the most typical paradigm, I think, in the classroom. But we have to change that paradigm. Once you change that paradigm, if you had your kids say, I am good at math, I can add and divide, I can multiply two-digit numbers, and you give that oomph and you give that emotion attached to it, guarantee you they're going to be better at math because they're changing that paradigm in their head, that false belief. Powerful stuff. He recommends doing this every single day and even writing them on sticky notes and sticking them on the mirrors. So if you see that classroom trend of um, the mirror and that has all the affirmations around it, super, super cute. I love that idea. That's where that comes from. And he even says anything you read influences your thoughts. So when you consist, when you consistently read positive self-improvement books and articles, you are programming your mind with the thoughts and beliefs that support you in creating success. So If you listen to this podcast once a week, whatever, or whenever, you are actually kind of doing a affirmation of in reprogramming your paradigm, which is really, really cool. And that's why I love self-development because you just reach higher and higher limits. It's amazing. All right. The next tool is visualization. Visualization. This I think is my favorite one. I mean, I love all of them. I think I love all of them equally. Actually, no, not going to lie. Exercise is my least favorite, but V is one of my favorites. And V stands for visualization. Visualization refers to the practice of seeking to generate positive results in your outer world by using your imagination to create mental pictures of specific behaviors, outcomes occurring in your life. So for example, uh, usually athletes enhance their performance by visualizing the process of them doing exactly 
what they have to do, how they're going to do it to achieve or re- or attain their performance. So I believe Kobe Bryant has said how he visualizes himself winning championship games. He visualizes himself how he's going to feel. How is he how does it feel to shoot the basketball out of your fingertips? You go so deep into the feeling of already being there that it's so much easier to reach. I am going to make a separate podcast where I get into vision boards and I dive really deep into the science of vision boards and visualization in general. So be on the lookout for that episode. I'm telling you, once I made my vision board and I made and I started visualizing every day, holy crap, you guys. It's so freaking scary, not scary, but cool how real it feels and how you are just so excited to get there. I was just doing it yesterday. Me and my fiance were just talking about our future yesterday and we were, I was just visualizing everything that we wanted to accomplish. And I'm just like, I am, I'm done. Like I have no words because, ah, gosh, I don't know. You got to get there. Also what people do is when they visualize, they visualize while meditating. So fun. You guys, I love to visualize and think of my future while I meditate. Sometimes I love to visualize and think of my future while I walk my dogs. That's the freaking best. Even when I exercise, I visualize myself in the future. That's all it is. How do you want to be? What do you want to look like? Where do you want to live? How do you want to feel? That's what visualization is. And again, more on that when the visualization vision board episode comes out. Um, all right. E is for exercise. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am not the best at exercising. My fiance is the bomb at exercising. He loves it. I wish I was like that. You know what I love? I love going to gym classes, but those aren't open right now. So it's like hard for me to have that medita- uh, motivation. All right. So a quote says that I love by Robin Sharma. If you don't make time for exercise, you'll probably have to make time for illness. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. He actually explains in his book that you could just do stretches in the morning as a form of exercising. Of course, ideally, you would want to get your heart rate up, but I like to exercise in the afternoon. You don't have to exercise in the morning, but if you think about it, everyone should be exercising every single day. I'm, I literally have told my fiance, like, my goal is to be able to walk up and down a flight of stairs when I'm 70, 80 years old. Your body is literally everything that you have. So it's so important to exercise. And I need to tell myself that more. I need to go find a gym that may be open right now so I can go take some exercise classes because I am just not good at exercising by myself. And again, finding programs that you like to do that work for you help so much. I'm still on that journey. I'll let you know if I find anything that I actually like. All right. R is for reading and reading has changed my life. I have a whole podcast episode about that episode two. And this is a quote by Matthew Kelly. Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body and prayer is to the soul. We become the books that we read. And that is why I'm so passionate about reading. That is why I want to start a book club with you guys. I want you guys to feel as freaking good as I feel. And it all started with reading some deep AF self-development books got to dig it deep to get the best results. We can do it together. You got to let me know though, if that's what you want to do, because I want to do it. I'm ready. I want to do it. 
And I will tell you, I read every single day. Every single day. I'd rather read than scroll mindlessly on my phone. I would rather read than watch Netflix. And that is the truth. I don't even watch Netflix or TV. That's why when a lot of times people are like, oh, have you seen this movie? I'm like, no. And I'm like, sorry, I do not watch TV or movies. I watch uh, YouTube a lot. I like watching YouTube, but I watch like a lot of <laughs> like sciencey stuff on YouTube. To me, learning is fun. you, <laughs> The next one, the last part of the savers for the miracle morning is my favorite, you guys. This is amazing. And it is called scribing. Here is a quote from Diana Rabb. Whatever it is that you write, putting words on the page is a form of therapy and does not cost a dime. Rolf Smith said, ideas can come from anywhere and at any time. The problem with making mental notes is that the ink fades very rapidly. Hell yeah. In my room slash office, I literally have, I think, I don't know, 30 sticky notes sticking on the wall of ideas that I have to create. They just come to me at random times. I write it down, I stick it on the wall, and then I remember to do it. And I remember to create it. He goes into scribing such as journaling. Journaling could be so many different things, you guys, but I think it starts with journaling um, as well to really get into a new state of awareness, I guess, to change your life. So when I was little in kindergarten, I used to write in a diary every single day, pretty much. I still have that diary and that is my prized possession. I have written and journaled since kindergarten. I still do it as an adult. I have my main journal, still has pages in it. I just write down like huge life events in there. And it's, I don't know, I don't know, like, isn't that kind of crazy? I have had my journal since kindergarten and I read it and it's like, wow, that's some good stuff right there. What I do for journaling is every single morning I write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. And that puts me in a really grateful state and flow. And it's very high vibe. Another way you can journal is you can, okay, so let's pretend this is what I do. This is literally what I did. You can also journal to figure out why you are feeling a certain way. Like, why do you have a block? Why are you feeling tense or stressed? Or, you know, you feel like something's wrong. So you write it out and you get to the root. So what you can do with this is keep asking yourself why. So for example, this is exactly what I did last a couple weekends ago because I was just not enjoying my job. You guys, it's so hard to enjoy a job that you kind of didn't sign up for. Like I never signed up to teach online. I don't like teaching online, but I have to do it. What I did was when I was journaling, I wrote out, I want to feel again how I felt when I worked at Office Depot. Office Depot was the best job I've ever had. It was so much freaking fun. Too bad I didn't pay very well, but that job was so fun. And I'm telling you, when I was in that job, like all this cool stuff happened to me. Like I made really good sales naturally. I didn't even try. It just happened because I just enjoyed and loved my job so much. You just keep going, why, why, why? Why am I not liking my job? It's because of this. Well, why? You just keep going until you come up with a conclusion of, okay, I got it. That's what I can change. And it it all changes with uh, perspective. So that's another way you can journal. 
Another way you can journal, and this is my favorite way. Oh my gosh. What you do is you sit down, you think about a goal you want to reach. Okay. So for me right now, I am looking for a teaching job. I resigned from my old teaching job. I do not have a position for next school year. So what I'm doing, I am setting intentions and focusing on getting a new job by March 31st. I want to have a contract signed by March 31st. That is my intention. So what I have been scribing slash journaling about, I actually do this in my planner. I have a daily planner. So I open it to the page and I write, I am so thankful. I am so grateful and blessed. I am so happy. I am ecstatic. I am so grateful that I have found my perfect teaching job. I am so grateful that I get to wake up every single morning and love what I do. I am so grateful that I wake up and go into the perfect classroom with the perfect set of kids. I love my coworkers. And the important thing is, if you do this, you need to write in future tense. You need to write as if it already happened. And that is actually going to propel you forward. You're going to feel it. So you're going to attract it. It's all about the feeling. You need to act as if you already had it. How would you feel if you already had what you want? How would you feel? You need to put yourself in that emotional frequency while you're writing. You need to feel the emotions. And in a sense, that is a form of visualization as well. So that is my favorite practice that I have done. I love that practice. And I'm going to continue to do it because I have one more month to reach my goal of finding a teaching job by March 31st. And I'm going to find it. I'm telling you, I'm doing it. I'm signing it and I'm moving forward with my life. Can't wait. So excited. So in the book, he says the highest achievers are those who are balanced and focused on achieving level 10 success in nearly every area of their lives. They're exceedingly grateful for what they have regularly acknowledge themselves for what they've accomplished and are always at peace with where they are in their lives. It's the dueling idea that I am doing the best that I can in this moment. And at the same time, I can and will do better. And I will say, if you write it down instead of typing on the computer, a lot of people say it's better to handwrite all of your journaling, all of your scribing. Um, because it's on a physical piece of paper and you won't forget it. It's there. Um, a really good example of scribing, actually, I, shared, I showed my fiance was in July. I was actually scribing. And I'm going to be honest with you guys because whatever. I mean, I love transparency. So I was scribing. I am so grateful that I made $1,000 on TPT this month. I am so grateful that... I have this $1,000 to help me pay off my student loan debt. I am so grateful that all of this time I put into my TPT store has helped other teachers. I was scribing that in July. I hit that goal in October. And I'm telling you, I think that helped a lot. I am such a huge proponent of scribing and journaling that it's just such an intimate thing to do with yourself. And if you don't have yourself, then what do you have? If you don't have a clear mind, clear intention, good vibes, high vibes, then what do you have? 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I love filming for you guys so much. Please let me know how you like it. Tell me on Instagram. Um, That is the best way to get in contact with me. It's my favorite way. Let me know how you guys are feeling. Let me know anything you want. Thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode. I will catch you guys next week. Have a fantastic week. Can't believe it's almost March. All right, bye.